I'm Chase. And I'm Timothy. And this is Customer Service. Good morning, Timothy. Hello there, Chase. When you're here, you're home. That's right. What is that? that I think it's Olive Garden. Oh, I was thinking it was Bob Evans for some reason. Oh, man, I love Bob Evans. I really do love Bob Evans. If you ever ever wanted to know what ordering six eggs on a single plate looks like, it's that that's the place. Everything uh-huh. my my grandpa was Italian for some reason just loved it. Like, See, it's an old person thing, dude. They like, were just like he's like it's he loved talking about how much food it was and how he couldn't eat it all. He loved talking about that. I think he liked it, it was just buck. like it was just regular food, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. He loved it. But dude. I was I was never on board. Same thing. My grandma fucking loved Bob Evans. Yeah. I I I mean dude I, I sat in that little lobby waiting area for a day of my life, probably accumulative, just out, you know, just, it just rules. Good stuff. Yeah. I mean, it's a, you know, it is, they're always located by a Menards, which which you'd like to. I would. Yeah. Yo, speaking of chain food and shit, um, my sister came into town on Friday, you know, she had a layover in Denver. Mm -hmm. It got in like late. So when, when I got off work, me and Michelle ran out to, uh, her hotel, which is in like, it's actually really weird. You know, on the way to the airport from here, how yep. it's basically there's nothing. Mm-hmm. And then you'll look over and there's like a bundle of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it yeah. was that. And I realized these little communities are built specifically for airport staff, mm. airline staff. Like she was put up and I would assume her coworkers are all put up in this hotel. So I would assume this one has American, this one's United, what, what have you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, uh, it was, you know, it was like, all right, you, you know, I'm not going to be able to get out to you until at least like seven 30. And so I was like, what, where are you at? So she dropped me her pin and I was like, there's a Ruby Tuesdays, two blocks from the hotel. <laughs> oh, lucky you. So we hit Ruby Tuesdays, bro. And it was literally like going to Ohio in 2006. Yeah, nothing's changed with them. I can't imagine Same, dude. salad bar, the whole nine yards. I haven't had a salad bar in years it really covid killed the salad bar i would say so hey, it's, it's back and alive baby back at it you know it's one of those places where we used to go a lot because they had black bean burgers and when like vegetarian food was kind of hard to come by yeah. there like yeah. we'd go there to get those interesting yeah yeah so you know it was good bro it was exactly what you expect yeah it's uh, it didn't regular there was no surprise it was yeah, exactly C+. what i wanted <laughs> you know what i mean well, if you like this food banter, wait for this episode, everybody, because yeah. we have Rachel Carton on the show today. She is a social media strategist queen. consultant. Yeah. Yeah. She just like, yeah. So, so she's worked with a bunch of super cool brands, brands, you know, she'll talk about them in the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and she has really cool thoughts on social media and food. And we, I don't know, we, we knew her cause we follow food stuff on Instagram and yeah, kind of formed a connection there. And it's been cool getting to know her over time. And it was really great to just chop it up because like we talk about in the episode but like we like to talk about food in our free time yeah and it was fun to like have someone who knows more than we do uh entertain our questions (laughs) so it was really fun we had had a a really good time talking to it with her uh i think you'll enjoy that this is a nice long hot takes on this one and uh yeah let's get uh let's get right into it yeah it was a solid one this is kind of what you've all come to expect and know from (laughs) timothy and i so yeah yeah. all right let's get right in All all right rachel garden Where'd you grow up? I grew up in Venice, actually. Oh, cool. A rare Venice. I feel, cool? like, I feel like Venice, like a lot of people like don't think about people like growing up there. And people are like, you grew up in Venice? And I'm like, oh, it wasn't like what it is now then. But yes, I did grow up in Venice. Interesting. Did you, and you like went to school? You did the whole, the whole kit and caboodle there. Yeah, I grew up in LA, went to college an hour outside of LA really just stayed close to home for a while. <laughs> Damn. Well, I mean, that's the thing. Like, like uh, hey, this comes up on every single one, but we're from the Midwest. So it's like, it, we're both from like, I'm from like, you know, a smaller town in Indiana and, and Chase is from a small town in uh, Ohio. Ohio. We're both like near bigger cities, but like, you don't know them. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like so, and so it's like a, it's, it's funny that like whenever I hear that, it's like, yeah, I guess why would you leave? Like if I, you know, Indiana's that's different. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. You don't necessarily, there ain't nothing to do, especially if you got any dreams of like it, me as a kid who wanted to be into fashion, it wasn't, it wasn't going to pop off in Indiana. Sure. 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 Yeah. No. I could have worked at the mall. <laughs> 
No, I feel Hot like topic maybe. I feel like um, it's like the L. I moved to New York, like that's where I moved, and it's like that's yeah. the, the the classic crossover. Of course. How old were you when you moved to New York? I had just graduated college, so like twenty one. Okay, and where did you live in New York? I lived. Oh gosh, I don't even want to disclose where I lived. Um, I lived in Murray Uh-oh. Hill. Oof, I Uh-oh. can't even say it. Are you are you familiar with like the lore? Of, I'm familiar the lore? with it. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Uh, sure, I get it. Uh, Rachel, could you fill me in? Because I'm not. It's just yeah. Th- that, this will be so funny to hear described. Actually, <laughs> it, it's it's just like where you go to live in New York when you just graduated from college. Specifically, like if you graduated from like Syracuse, uh, Indiana, Michigan vibes. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool, cool. Um, so it was like a, it was just like, it was like New York light. New York light. And I lived in like a flex bedroom. So I didn't even have a door or a wall that went to the ceiling. And it was just, it oh, was wow. bleak on a lot of counts, but we did it. So Rachel, we know all about you, but tell it, tell, tell our listeners. Cause I don't know, like, I, I know you've had a lot of different jobs and you're doing something different now. Like what, what do you, what do you, call your job now? What do I call my job? I call myself a social media consultant. So I work with brands on their social media strategies. Um, so I've worked with brands like West Elm and Kava, the Mediterranean fast casual Ooh. chain. Um, yeah. We love fast we casual. Love, we love, we love casual. Kava in particular. Wow. Wow. I really love to hear that. Um, yep. So that's what I do. That's like half of what I do now. And then I write a newsletter called Lincoln Bio on Substack and sort of mm-hmm. going both lanes right now. I'm sure you've been asked this before, at least thought about it, but do you feel that you like, do you like consulting better than working with like one individual brand? I mean, I think I say that I like consulting, but you know, I've worked with Kava for like two years now as a consultant. So I think I like working with brands um, and being able to like manage my own schedule and not be officially on the team, yeah. but I like the consistency of like really getting deep with the brand, knowing them well. And, um, I think it's sort of like consulting, but almost full time, but still consulting. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like, for me, it's like, I think about all the time, like I, I've really only worked personally with like, with like smaller companies and, and kind of all but doing, this kind of thing. You know I mean? Pretty much. It was just sort of like, I would get brought on early. I would develop it into something in this case, you know, canoe club, I'm, I'm, I'm involved as one of the owners, but yeah. you know, in the past I've had to be like, I've had to be less like more of more, what felt more like consulting, at least in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And, and I actually really, like I dream of a situation where I could, like, I love what I do. I'm not going to change anything about that. But at the same time, in a dream scenario, if someone, if a brand could come to me and go, I have these unique problems and can you help me solve them? And then you kind of do that and then you're like, all right, I think you guys are good. And then I get to go do it again. That's like exactly, I want to keep, I want to be like a serial entrepreneur. I love to just kind of keep, I love to solve problems. So I feel like that would be really exciting about consulting. Yes, I agree. And I think one of the best parts about being a consultant is just you're sort of always viewed as the expert and you're not needing to like, Mm. you know, in a lot of social jobs, it's like, I have to, you know, prove my case or why I want to do something, blah, blah, blah. When you come in as a consultant, there's like a shift in the way that you're viewed. And it's like, well, Rachel, we, you know, brought Rachel on to solve this problem, like you're saying. And then you automatically are like, your ideas are bought into in a way that, is really nice. Yeah. You already have that authority sort of. Exactly. Yeah. Where'd you get your, your start in this? Here's what I'm at. Here's what I'm really asking. <laughs> like, I feel like when I, when I got, when I got into like, like early social media, like MySpace or like when you had to get like a, your college friend to invite you to Facebook and stuff, yeah. it was, I feel like what's wild is that the way I would like, cause I used to be in bands and like toward bands and stuff like this. And we, you'd build up your MySpace and all this stuff. I use things that I learned in my, on like my compact Presario laptop in my parents' house. <laughs> I learned things that I learned on those systems more than most things I learned in college. I'm still applying the same tactics basically to modern business. But where, where was your like entry point into social media? 
Yeah, I mean, I I too was a, a MySpace gal and a live journal I can feel gal. It. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. The first, the only time I've ever been grounded was for posting pictures on Live Journal, which I wasn't allowed to do at the time. So my, my oh, I forgot my, about Live Journal. Yeah, and I also would be my friends would you know back in the day with like Facebook albums, my friends would. Um, basically commissioned me to write their captions for them because I would always write really funny oh. Facebook captions. <laughs> um, so I, I feel like it, it runs deep with me. I feel like my first like serious sort of foray was I started a Tumblr blog, <laughs> um, which was yeah. called embarrassingly the pretty palette um, in college. I, kinda, <laughs> I like it. And the palette, you know, spelled like, you know, a mouth palette. <laughs> Um, and it was, a, oh, it was like, it's a, good, Rachel. I don't know. Yeah, no, I'll bring it back. I'll bring it back. Um, yeah. but it was, I think it was like a food and fashion blog and it was just fun to write for myself. And that's sort of where I fell in love with just like self-expression through social media, I would say. Um, mm-hmm. and that is what honestly allowed me to get my first job doing social media at a company because I had that as sort of like proof of concept, even though now I'm like, that was, it was horrible, but it still kind of showed my interest and like excitement around, um, social media. Listen, I want to double back to early social (laughs) media in a minute, but I do have a question off of what you said. It was like, do you think it's easier to get into social media like now or back then? Cause I could see it go either way. Cause you have to like explain what it is before, but now it's so competitive and every, like everyone uses. So everyone kind of thinks they're an expert. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like back in the day, I, I thought it was unique that I liked social media. You know, I was, I was, yeah. I thought it was so cool that I could write captions well. And that felt like a really interesting you know, story about myself. Whereas now, you know, everyone's on social media. It's not that interesting if you like social media. Um, but honestly, I would feel grateful that I got into it then because it sort of, it has guided me like on this career path that like, if I, you know, thought I just liked social media now, it's like, okay. And I should do something else probably. Sure. It's, it's, it's funny. Cause it's like, I, I think of, I, I mean, I, when I ran the, the other store that I ran before this, when I, when I first started, this would have been like more than 10 years ago. And I, cause I, I knew Tumblr and I knew that like, I, I felt like uh, there's like a big fashion scene there. And I was like, well, they were asking like, how do we develop this? Or how do we develop this? I'm like, watch this. I'm going to take a handful of like, okay, pictures <laughs> of like outfit grids and put them on Tumblr and I'll get 10,000 reach, re, not wrote of the reblogs or whatever yeah. it was. And they acted like it was alchemy. And I was like, no, no, it's not. It's like, it's pretty, it's, it's kind of like, it was like the wild West. I mean, it was like Instagram used to feel that way. Like if we posted three times a day and it was okay. And we, and we knew how to use hashtags. You'd get a, you'd we'd get into following like in like a handful of months. It was, it was pretty easy. Yeah. And it's like, now it's just so much, it's so much different. And like, and, and like, it's, it's, you know, there's so much of it now. There was only like a handful of things back. You didn't have to pay attention to that much stuff, but mm-hmm. you pretty much, if you kind of knew or were relatively aware how to use the product, that was like enough. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, that's why I was asking. Cause it's like, it was so much, it was harder to explain the value back then. Because I would I would really be like lobbying for using Instagram more and using these things more, and they'd be like, "Yeah, but that's not really on our on brand for us." And I'd be like, "No, I understand, but like this is where it's going." I think yeah, yeah. so. It's hard to explain it, so no one understood because no one understood like the value yet. Now everyone understands the value, and it feels right. like a feeding frenzy, and like that's a whole other thing. Like if you were trying to get into it now, I'd be like I don't know what you, I don't even know what being good <laughs> looks like anymore all the time. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I think about when I first got in, I worked at a company, the first social job I had was at a company called Plated. It was like a meal kit delivery startup. Um, And I was there like 10th employee and I really wanted to do social media for them. But they were like, there is not, you know, there's not a full headcount for you to do social media. So can you also do our HR and our customer service? Yeah. And I was oh, like, wow, yeah. oh yeah, sure. Three things that all definitely like work well together. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. my <laughs> brain can definitely do that as a 21 year old out of college. Yeah. I got this. Um, um, so yeah, I had to like do HR and do customer service to just prove that social media was like a worthy enough role to just be on its own. Um, so things are definitely different now. What do you, I mean, it's, it's funny. Cause it's like, I think a lot about like, I, you know, there's part of me, I, and you hear, and you hear people talk about it. Like you, they want like the chronological Instagram to come back or whatever. Like, it seems like a lot of people want social media to be what it used to be. But then at the same time, like it has to evolve 
Where do you where do you land on that? I guess I don't really. I, I when I think about it, I'm like there was pros to that. There's pros to the new ways. I I, I don't know if like because it feels like everyone like once a year something starts bubbling up and they're like this is gonna be the thing this mm-hmm. that or the other and then everyone jumps on it and then it kind of fizzles out normally and everyone ends back where it was. Is it like is it such a big monster that like it's all just money and like you can't really get away from certain things or like do you think it needs to evolve or do people just need to use the platform differently? I mean, I have thoughts on like the chronological side of things. I think that I honestly think that our brains are so messed up from the progression of algorithms and social media that like if they went back to a chronological feed, you would be bored. You would be bored. You're like, why am I seeing Mm. this person who I don't even talk to his photos anymore? Like you would not like it. And I'm convinced of that. And you can technically toggle to your chronological feed and nobody does it. Um, So I just think that things have progressed so far. We're so reliant on algorithms to tell us what we want to see, what we like. That's why TikTok is so addictive um, that I don't even think that we are capable of liking something that kind of, uh, I don't know, not algorithmic. And I think about even like Be Real, which people were so excited about. And I'm bored of Be Mm -hmm. Real. I don't post there anymore. And I thought that was going to be like the anti-social media. Like it's real. Like it's showing what we're doing. And it's like, it was boring because it just, it didn't evolve or progress in any way. And I don't think that's a good thing, but I just think it's the reality of like the way we've been conditioned by social media at this point. Well, I just, yeah, that's, that, that one was tough in the sense that like, dude, no one looks, wants to look bad. (laughs) It's not like, you know what I mean? So like, that's a difficult thing to like pose and sort out very quickly. And it's like, to be honest with you, I want the edited version of someone's life. I don't need to see them like in their car between errands. It's like, who cares? (laughs) I don't want to, I'm here because I'm bored myself. I don't want to see someone else being bored. I know. I agree. I like being advertised too, so I'm pro <laughs> as long as it's good. Yeah, Timothy said this forever. He's wow. like, I, I have no qualms. I'm I'm gonna buy it anyway. So yeah, show maybe, me what I, just, I want. I would love to know about new things. I just don't. I just hate when it's like bad. That's the only difference. Like, just make it all really curated. Yeah, you like but, being advertised to, like in the sense of like an Instagram ad or like a influencer selling you something. Both. Wow. Yeah. That is both. One hundred percent. I I I really live this shit, Rachel. I'm <laughs> I'm I want I loved I love doing the advertising. I love seeing it. I love seeing. I love seeing like gossip. Like, like yeah, I love seeing. Yep, I love that. <laughs> yeah. I love I love like like g- girls could sell me fit tea into the wow. into the to the moon. <laughs> I don't using, even know that I'll buy it, but I'm interested. Twenty. That's you who's using those quotes. Absolutely. Wow. Well, no. To be honest with you, half the time I'm not buying it. I just <laughs> but I'll go to the page and I'm gonna read about it. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I have to. I feel like left out if I don't. Like I want to know what it what it is. You know, what I mean, I want to be part of the the zeitgeist of what these people are selling. Wow. I love that. Because somebody's you. buying it. Yeah. It's great. It's it's great. Plus, you know, it's like a way. Honestly, it's basically pop culture at this point. If you don't know like blue apron codes and stuff from <laughs> podcasts, like yeah. then you're just then you're choosing to not. You know what I mean? Like that's that's crazy at this point. I know. I mean, like we all knew like certain commercials from when we were kids. You know what I mean? Like I knew like Kool-Aid commercials and stuff like this. And oh, we loved them. We still talk about them. You know what I mean? You can look up compilations on YouTube. It's like, it's really no different. It's just like the delivery system changed a little bit. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I guess like there's an effort that I like appreciate about old commercials where I'm like, see, like sometimes when I listen to podcasts and they're reading an ad, I'm like, could you sound any less stoked to be reading this ad? And I'm like, let's get a little yeah. pep in our step here. <laughs> um, we, we want it. We want this. We like. I'm, want, I'm prepared to go bananas with with production. I want. On, yes. I, it doesn't so even bad. matter about making money. I just want to. <laughs> I just want to do ads because I like them. We've thought about. We've thought about doing uh, sweet green ads just because we like sponsor. We don't want the money. <laughs> I just to, like the product. Just I'm just to sort do of supporting bit, yeah. whoever I want to support. Yeah, if you build it, they will come. Right. Yeah, you know what? what? You know, I'll send you a cobbler ad read. No problem. It's all, it's all you. us. You Thank can use you. it. I'll sign off on whatever <laughs> I need to sign off on. God. You can you can chat GBT my voice to say whatever you want. Amazing. Well, I support it. <laughs> yeah, we just like brands. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's what I like about fast casual dining is like, oh, it's like branded too, like it, consistent branded. You know what you're getting. Yeah. There's a whole world they've built. I want to be part of it. Because we love. What do you, Rachel? What do you like that isn't food? Because you have to get sick of food at a certain point. That's what you. That's like the world you live in. What do I like that's not food? I mean, I like fashion. I mm-hmm. I like um, running. 
I like cool. music. Mm, I don't same. know. I like I like the basic things that people like. I feel like. <laughs> Well, it's like, it's funny because I think that like everyone assumes that like we, and we love, obviously we talk about fashion all day, every day for at least eight hours of my day. I talk and think about fashion. That being said, sometimes when you go out to a bar and someone's like, Hey, did you see this or that? I'm like, I don't want to talk about this anymore. I already (laughs) did it. I already filled my whole week with that. You know what I mean? So it's like when we're excited to talk to you, we're like, Oh, I can't wait to talk about food. Then I also feel guilty because I'm like, she doesn't want to talk about food more. She already (laughs) does that. Yeah. I mean, I still want to talk about food. And I think that also consulting, like leaving Bon Appetit and like where that food was definitely my life, like 24 seven there. Like I feel Mm -hmm. like I have a better relationship with talking about food, eating food, going to restaurants, all of that. What do you think that like, I obviously this is a question that gets asked too much, but I'm still going to do it is like, do you, do you feel like you're, you're back in LA now, right? So that's where you live full time. Are you happy being back there? Like, did that feel good? Like, were you ready to be done with New York or do you miss it? Or do you think you'll go back? Um, I don't think I'll go back, but I do miss it. I wish that I left on like my own terms a little bit more. I left sort of mid pandemic our like apartment almost burned down and it was sort of the last straw. (laughs) Um, so yeah, I, I miss New York. I wish I got to like say a proper goodbye, but I also love going back and it's okay. (laughs) I love LA. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like, that's what I'm saying. It's like hard. Like I I can't, I mean, I like where I'm from, you know what I mean? Like, and I, I think about it fondly and have nostalgia and that's why we probably bring it up all the time. But at the same time, like, it's not like a, if I move back, it's not like moving to LA. It's not, you know, nor New York or anything. It's just like a, you know, a rural neighborhood. Yeah. 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 So it's different. So it's like interesting to like, be like, Oh yeah, I'm going to go home, but it's LA. It's like, well, that's, there's a lot of cool stuff there, especially. Yeah. 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 I wouldn't miss anything. Whereas like, you know, you leave places like, I mean, even here we have like a pretty like interesting, like food scene and like Mm -hmm. coffee scene and stuff. It's small, but it's cool. Uh, It's like well well curated. So it's, it's nice, but it's like, you don't, you, you miss that moving anywhere else for Mm -hmm, sure. mm when you're working with a new brand, how do you play to like, like to their strengths to, I know, you know, obviously you don't need to give away the farm here, yeah. but like I was thinking about this the other day, like if, if I could consult for a brand, it's like, I have my own thoughts and everything, but like, obviously every single brand is like incredibly unique, you know what I mean? And they're going to have their own unique problems. Even if they were selling the same thing, I'm sure the way they're approaching it's different to a certain extent. Like when... I guess when you're, when you're, when you're thinking about a brand, like what, what is it like that, like at the core that like is, is that, like, what, what do you look to be like their strengths? Like how do you, how do you identify those? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel like whenever I start working with a brand, my favorite thing to do is just to talk to like five people who work there without anybody else who works with them and just sort of like mm. have like therapy sessions almost with them. And yeah, yeah, it's yeah. so like everyone, I think social media for it's a, both a blessing in a curse, like everyone across a company has opinions on the brand social media. You got the engineer who thinks, you know, you should be promoting one thing or like whatever it is, like everyone at a company has yeah. their opinion. So yeah, I yeah, love yeah. sort of talking to like five people across the company and just like letting them like dish to me of what they think about their social or ideas that they've had that have been shot down or whatever it might be. Um, like that's where I like to start with when I'm working with a brand. But in terms of like for my thoughts, I feel like I, I have thoughts on what I want to do with a brand, like within the first five minutes of like them reaching out and me scrolling their, their feeds. Um, I'm looking at their engagement rate. I'm looking at what kind of content they're posting, how stiff they feel on social, if they feel like they have a personality. And I feel like I can like sniff that out pretty quickly of like what I would want to kind of guide them to start doing. But then I do a full audit and do all this kind of work that, you know, bases it all in reality and a little bit of art and science. Does that make sense? It totally yeah. makes sense. You know, you know, it's also like, I think like, cause I, f- I feel like once you have that like headspace for, for like, you know, like once that's, that's the way your, that your brain works when you look at social media. Um, it's the same way where like, I can feel that for like a store or a brand or something where it's like, it's, I work so closely with them that I feel like I have my own opinions really quickly. Like I can see it and go, yeah. Oh, this is what I would do. Or this is what, you know, I, I, you can, you can do that fast. Do you think that it like, does that ruin your enjoyment of social media ever to like where you look at a brand and you're like, Oh God, like I just Bad wish job. I could, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> Fix this. Is, is that, is that something that like makes it like difficult to just scroll around? And honestly, the worst part about working in social media is like for my own social media it makes it like way less enjoyable um, to like do my own yeah. social media. Cause I, I know too much. Um, so I think that's where it comes in. I, I yeah, there's some brands who I, you know, 
think could do better. But the thing with social right now is like, if they're not doing well, you don't see them. Like they won't come across your feed, which is unfortunate. But like, so I I probably don't even see their content because I don't engage with it. And then I never see it again. Is there a lot of people that like definitely show up, but still aren't good? You know what I mean? (laughs) Or is it, are they, are they just working the algorithm? Oh, for sure. I think there's a lot of brands. I think there's, you know, I have thoughts and a lot of people have thoughts on, you know, brands that are, you know, horny and, you know, unhinged or whatever you want to call it on social media. And I think that, um, a lot of their engagement, you could chalk up to just like being rage engagement versus like brand love engagement. Um, sure. Yeah. You know, it's got, it's, it's funny that like how, I guess this is what the way I'm thinking of like, if you think of like a brand and you think that they post something controversial just because they know that's going to get in front of people. Cause you know, it will, I mean, we could go and post something right now, even just in our little niche and get people riled up yeah, and yeah. talking, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And that's, that's, that's a thing, but like that doesn't necessarily like coincide with our brand ethos. You know what I mean? Like we wouldn't, we wouldn't like we wouldn't that's we're not trying not, to get a rise. No, out of we're really like friendly and community oriented. You know what I mean? So like it doesn't vibe with us, but I understand why it works. Do you, how closely do you think it, I mean, it probably mattered more. I don't know. It, it, this is, I guess why I'm asking the question is like, if someone does that, how closely, do you, how do you, do you think that that affects the brand deeply? Like, like, sh- like is, could it, can it be a tactic where you're like, you're doing this on purpose, you know what I mean? But it doesn't really affect your overall, like the way people view your brand or do you think it's like, it's hand in hand? Yeah. Cause it could probably implode some brands too. Sure. You know what I mean? Like if you don't have that cachet and you try to get a rise out of people or a shock by you're like you said, unhinged, people might just be like, what, what is going yeah, on? Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. I mean, I think, are you familiar with the Paps Blue Ribbon ass eating tweet? <laughs> Yes. Oh, wait, I'm not. Would you mind <laughs> filling me in? <laughs> I don't remember the exact phrasing of it, to be honest. Um, but Paps Blue Ribbon was having a day on Twitter and they tweeted about eating ass. And the guy was fired, I think, later that day who tweeted it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But like all of their tweets, you know, sort of towed a line and were always a little bit like out there. And so it's like always interesting when it's like that's the one that like is getting this guy fired. I don't know. Like you yeah. kind of committed yeah. to the strategy. Like, own it. Um, but I do think like a lot of the brands that have that sort of strategy, like I, I think there's, it's like brands like Slim Jim or like brands that to be honest, yeah. like what are they going to yeah. do otherwise that gets people talking about their product? It's a tough, yeah. Yeah. it's always like tough brands where you're like, I don't know what they would do regardless. So I'm like, if the way that they are going to get attention and get, you know, top of mind, um, is ridiculous tactics, then I kind of don't blame them because I'm like, what's the like, what's yeah. the alternative for like Slim Jim? I don't know. It's not going to hurt PBR sales that the guys no, talk about. No, it's probably going to help. You know? no, they probably <laughs> love yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, the PBR customer. <laughs> yeah, if you, honestly, if they knew their customer, it's like that's kind of yeah, no, that that's the guy who think it was funny. It's yeah. like the uh, like the Quiznos freaky little rats. Yeah, Remember those I love guys? Them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I saw some meme recently in one of the discords of like joking that like Don Draper from Mad Men they're going <laughs> to do a reboot later on in the future, and like that was his like last job yeah. he oh did or something. Is the, is, the, is the Quiznos rats? Yeah, love it though. And like you said, Rachel, it's what else are they going to do? It's sandwiches and there's uh, however many dozens of sandwich chains. We just ordered Jimmy John's freaky fast an hour ago, <laughs> but, but we obviously know Quiznos for me is a, a lower tier sub chain. I'm not going to lie, but I love those little, those little, uh, characters, those little yeah, mice rat. Yeah. I think that, I don't know. I think that like, I, I'm all for weird on social media, but I'm like into more strategic weird. I think like, I don't know if you're familiar with NPR Planet Money's TikTok, like it's weird and out there, not how you would expect like an economics podcast to show up on TikTok, but it's Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. thoughtful and so good. And I'm all for like more of that kind of weirdness on social. Yeah. I mean, I think it probably like matters. I guess this is a little unfortunate because, uh, you know, a brand like Slim Jim, where you're like, Slim Jim could do whatever it wanted, and you're still going to go to a gas station. There's a gang of Slim Jims, and it's yeah, not, it's yeah. completely, yeah. it doesn't matter. Same thing with PBR. It's like, it's still going to be the only beer at the punk bar. So it's not like yeah. if I was super against eating ass, which is a <laughs> interesting stand to take in life. But like, if I was just like, no, I, I am against that. And so I'm not going to, it's like, well, it's still the only beer there. And you don't think of, I, I guess it's like, I immediately just go, it's the guy, not the PBR. But that's a, that's a lot more difficult when it's like a young, I almost feel like younger brands are going to have more trouble with that because it's like, if you 
try to do that, you there is more at stake there because people because it's gonna it feels closer to the vein. You know what I mean? Like whereas like Slim Jim, it's just some guy they hired. They have a hundred employees. Some random dude they hired uh-huh. from Milwaukee talked about eating ass. And then, you know what I mean? That was that. <laughs> and then but like if, if if that happened here, it's like everyone knows us. You know what I mean? Yeah. That, like follows us. Who and, said, who, yeah, yeah, yeah. It would be that? it would be yeah. much more like gossipy and like interesting. I suppose yeah, maybe yeah. that's part of it. Yeah. So it's like it, I feel like it's like for these brands that have the budget to get in front of people and then, you know, it's like, you'd almost think they'd have more at stake, but I almost, that's why I was asking the questions. Like they almost don't have any. Yeah, they don't, unless they do something totally fucked up, but, um, totally bad, totally bad. But I think that because they have the benefit of like everyone, they have like very good product awareness. Like we all know what Slim Jim is. They're not fighting to like get, you know, in front of our sort of like educate us about what the product is. Like a lot of brands that are younger, like I need to like hear about what makes, I'm going to use an example of a recent brand of like what makes Grazza olive oil, like so good. Like I need it. I need some like education about that and why they're this way or whatever. Whereas like Slim Jim, I'm like, I don't need to hear like what's in there at all. And they just can afford to be weird and not sort of educate me around what the product is. Yeah, it's probably more just like about the customer because with that olive oil, it's like I don't care what it's made of; it just looks great. It looks awesome. Socials look good. great. I just assume if it looks that good, it's probably good. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'll and I buy it, and I have bought it. Yeah. Oh yeah. So it, you know what I mean? Like it's like it, I, at a certain point, I almost think I don't know. It's like it's like I guess it's probably just knowing your audience at the end of yeah. the day, like yeah. who who that person is, and then you know playing with that. But it, it's like it's also like you're right. It's fun that Slim Jim talked about stupid stuff or whatever, or you know what I mean? Like it, that, that really is better ultimately Yeah, because yeah. at least it's some reason to talk about it or it's some reason that it's weird or you follow it. Whereas it's like, if the olive oil place suddenly started talking about some freaky stuff, I don't know. I'd be a little more off putting. Right. You guys have got too many reason. things going on. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. You can't have this many things going on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, here's the thing, Rachel. We we normally save hot takes for like the end of the episode because okay. we'll just do these throughout hot takes. But because we love talking about food, and just to be clear, we're not like smart about food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We just like it. Um, we we have like a laundry list for you. Okay, cool. So I'm just gonna we're just gonna rattle these off, and you just can. See all, I, all I want is just don't think about it a lot. Just give me your like visceral reaction. Okay. These aren't that hot either because it's about food. So these aren't diabolical. Either. I'm nervous, you guys. Oh, no. Right, here we go. And I want your like, this is the other thing that's really crucial. And we, if you need us to go first to set the example yeah. so you understand that you're not talking to mavericks here and food <laughs> will go first. So we don't need your like the high end version of yeah. this. We're looking for the, the honest answer. Okay. okay. Start out easy. Best and worst cheese. Okay. Best cheese, I would say, I am, you know, a, a Jarlsberg girl through and through, delicious Swiss cheese. Mm. The worst yep. cheese, mm. the worst cheese, um, I I don't know. I would say, like, a, I don't really like a Gouda. Interesting. Is you know it, what? I'm with you here. I think that would be on my worst as well. I don't like it. Gouda's got, like, a little smokiness to it, right? I don't like it, right? the well, smokiness. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, it's, I, it's too I, I much. It's all you taste, and then honestly, they always leave the end on, and I'm never sure if I'm <laughs> supposed to eat it or not. And that's a whole other. Yeah, wait, Rachel, do you know the protocol? Do you eat the rind? What's the what's the general accepted? Well, there's different kinds you, of rinds. You know, on a brie, you can eat the rind. Yeah. I would say I would not sure. eat the rind that has the like. You know how like some rinds have like tattoos on them. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, I wouldn't yeah. eat that. I don't think. Yeah, but at the same time, like, right you, well, yeah, a little, because you, well, I was just thinking like, yeah, she's right. That's probably gross. And then I was like, but you like put that in like a soup and stuff. You know what I mean? Like when you like, you oh, put the end fine. in. And you like, the end of a Parmesan yeah. rind. That's okay. That's okay. Are you putting in a, your, your Parmesan? Got, like tattoos on it. Yeah. I don't know. I'm thinking more like the, yeah, I think that's fine. But it's like probably hard like to a, eat. Like We're, a monster comes in like a wax situation or something. So I'm not yeah, going to eat, I'm not gonna eat yeah, the wax, yeah, 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 obviously. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, this is like a, me going like, so do we take the red part of the baby bell off? Because <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I've been chewing that. Um. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was like gum. Not, yeah. not much to it. I thought, yeah, you get you get something from it. Chase, what are yours? Listen, and Chase notoriously has like the freakiest opinions here. So yeah. you never know. Yeah. My Go favorite ahead. cheese is goat cheese. Okay. Little Just, crumbles. 365 brand little goat cheese crumbles. Just plain? Nothing. I would, I, I'm not opposed care. to eating them yeah. on a little, a little ramekin or something. Mm-hmm. Pour myself out. Goat cheese. And I don't know, Rachel. I, I would probably, I, 
I'm not going to eat Swiss on its own, but I'm also not very well versed in cheese. This well, is going to be whatever you can get it. And get back to me. Okay. 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 <laughs> I feel like you can't just get like the pa- the prepackaged one at the grocery store. No, it's not like I'm not eating garbage. like slices of Swiss. It's like a, okay. a wedge of Jarl's like, Yeah, just, yeah, 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 yeah. We'll talk after you try it. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sounds good. <laughs> See, I just like, I like, I'm with you. The gouda is gross. It's too much. I don't like, I don't like that the edges are a different color. Mm-hmm. It's weird. I don't like it. And it just, it, it doesn't taste like anything. And the only thing it does taste like is smoke. You know, when you get like liquid smoke and you just smell it, it's just, it's yeah. Yeah. the whole taste is just that to me. And I like any Parmesan though. Yeah. It can be fancy. It can be the, the green bottle. I don't care. Yeah. I like it all. <laughs> I agree. Okay. Best coffee preparation. Yeah, you a coffee drinker? I am. I am. I mean, I drink cortados. Yeah, yeah. same. I think that's the one. Wait, yeah. what type of milk though? A, a cortado is if just if I just want to repeat it back to me sure I understand. Cortado is a shot of espresso with like a, a dollop of steamed milk, right? It's like in, yeah, it's like smaller than a cappuccino. Okay. Than when you say dollop, yes. I'm just thinking sour cream, though. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, real fast on the subject of sour cream, you know the bottle with the old fella. It's the silhouette of the fella, no. and he's eating a spoonful of sour cream. <laughs> it's like this. It's a standard this sour cream. Yoders. Yoders. Yeah. As a kid, See, I Rachel, could not, this is the things you're missing out on in clearly, LA. We know clearly. Yoders. Yeah. That's that's the where we're from. There's a lot of like Amish country. Yeah. That's you it. got you right. out, you go out and get real nice sour cream from Yoder's. I just as a kid couldn't believe that you don't actually eat it with a spoon. <laughs> I was down to just eat sour that, cream because the guy was doing. Yeah, because I the, don't think he was eating it. He was just getting it out. Oh, <laughs> you thought he was eating the sour cream? I thought cream he was own? spooning it in. I thought he was saying this is so Street. good you can just go <laughs> to town. To yeah, this is a separate question. Do you have anything like? Like, well, is there anything that's like kind of gross that you do? Like, I'm imagining like Chase spooning sour cream straight <laughs> into his mouth now. But I was trying to think, like, is there any other things that are like that that I will sort of, yeah, I will do? I mean, I, I, I don't think this is gross because I think it's cool to do. But mm-hmm. I will take like a tub of <laughs> sour like cream that. and chopsticks and just like go to town on some sauerkraut. Oh, interesting. Oh. Yeah. Just so straight up. Straight so sauerkraut. It's just, just straight sauerkraut. It's, yeah. it's good luck, I they see. say. I think really? it's really good. It's like a good probiotic, probiotic. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. I can't, I guess I've never thought to do that, but I guess I don't keep like sauerkraut like on me yeah. like that. But I would eat it. Yeah. That's like not, why, why am I thinking, I think I was thinking kimchi at first. Now I'm, I'm back. Which I, do I know that what we're too. talking about. I do that now. too. I do yeah, that yeah, too. yeah, 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 for Either sure. Either one, that doesn't seem, I mean, yeah, that doesn't, that seems cool. You're it right. Cool. That does seem, that is cool. <laughs> that does seem cool. But Rachel, it's like let a me jar, tell you real jar fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, Just yeah. Right it, it, yeah. I think that's the only yeah. cool version too. Yeah. Maybe if you're standing over the sink too, just yeah, mowing yeah, yeah. down. Oh yeah. Let, let me tell you about a snack that my mom used to make as a kid. I told, I told Timothy about this yesterday and I, I told my girlfriend about it. And she goes, that is not something people do. I thought it was just like a, you know, a full grown woman it's type. Gross. Thing. <laughs> just, you gotta, she, she would take two slices of white bread, lightly toast them. She would peanut butter both slices. And then she would take like, uh, like, uh, you know, like a, a beefsteak tomato and cut out like a patty sized tomato, mm-hmm. salt, pepper it, and then eat it like a sandwich. And let me tell you, it's good. Wait, what was the, on the bread? Peanut butter. Oh, wow. Peanut butter, tomato, salt, pepper, lightly toasted white bread. I mean, I'm not going to knock it until I try it. I, you know what? Texturally, I mean, it seems it, it inappropriate. There's something, there's something about like the peanut and tomato situation that really, it's really good and savory. I really am into it. Yeah, I mean, I could, I mean, I could see a tomato salad that has like chopped peanuts on it, and that sounds good to me. Sure. Yeah. 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 I would try okay. it. I'd try that, it. It's that. It's the white bread, which is mush. Oh, I mm-hmm. love white bread. Peanut butter, lightly toasted, yeah. which is mush. Oh, sorry, it was lightly toasted. Yeah. <laughs> it, had <some laughs> it had some crunch. It had some crunch. Yeah. And, and then like a beefsteak tomato. Yeah. Honker. It's just a lot of. It's a lot of mush. To hey. me. I'll try. I don't know. I'll eat it. Hey, I don't know. Yeah. I'm not telling you. I'm opposed yeah. to. It. <laughs> Okay, so let's go get back, getting back on track then so we can get through these. Coffee prep cortado, I agree. What type of milk were you doing in that? Is it regular? I honestly like I'm on like a rotation where I like will think I want oat milk and then I like get like skeeved out by like there being sunflower oil and stuff in it and then I go back to whole milk and I'm on this sort of like constant rotation. But I like if I'm mm-hmm. ordering it at like a coffee shop, I get whole milk. 
So you, I think you have to with a Cortado. Yeah. And, it, it, and the only other alternative that's like okay with that specifically is the oat milk. But right, I, I don't but know. I don't think all, then the whole is, thing tastes like oat milk. No, whole milk is so good in it. It's like rich and delicious. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I feel you. Especially you go to a nice spot. I probably wouldn't substitute any sort of milk. On top of that, it might be eight dollars <laughs> for some almond milk, and I'm not going to do it either way. But uh, it's funny you said that about those seed oils. I had my buddy get in my ear about it about a month or two ago, and I've been I've been now I'm not opposed to eating. Popeyes and Taco Bell <laughs> in the same day twice. You know what I mean? Right. In college, in fact, I but went to Taco Bell twice in the same night. But with the seed oil, I, I, for some reason, it's, got, it's gotten to me. I just don't know. No. But I'm, I'm glad you said that. You validated my thoughts. No, I feel like for me, I'm not like on that. Like, I feel like I see all these like fitness influencers being like seed oils are mm-hmm. like bad or what, you know, if you cook your food and then you'll like get bloated or something. That's not what I just sure. think the idea of the first or second ingredient in oatmeal milk being oil like something about that just like doesn't sit right with me but it's not because of any sort of like wellness reasons it's just sort of like hmm, that's not how i want to start my day drinking puzzling no i got you i I think i i'm i'm closer in line with you it's like i i'm willing to hear that maybe it's not natural to take in that much oil like you wouldn't eat that many fucking grapes to get enough grapeseed oil that you would, you know, I, I hear all that. It's yeah. I just try to approach with a little bit of caution, but again, I don't know why it's kind of all. Yeah. It's like I, not real I, science. I like in the head. Anyway, yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> will you just drink a glass of, will you just like drink a glass of milk? Like regular me? No. Yeah. No, no, hmm. she's not a perv, bro. <laughs> I'm just, I'm, that's why I'm, here's the thing. I think I, we did it growing up. I've, <laughs> yeah. I haven't really done it as an adult, no. but I yeah. don't think, I don't know why that is. It's not like I suddenly started thinking it was gross. I mean, I kind of do, but yeah, yeah. But if someone made a convincing argument for me, I'd be like, ah, I'll do it. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. But it seems like a lot. It's like a full meal. Yeah. Yeah. Full mouth, a full mouth feel. Yeah. What I mean, I'm not opposed to it. Uh-huh. But. Yeah. I like that. I like that you're, you, you, the, you've obviously got better taste than mind. us in I have food. I have an open mind. But you'll you'll give it a you'll Down give it a try. Yeah. Rachel, give me this is a, we're really jumping around here, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> what what kind of like kid were you? Were you like a cool kid or were you like a were you like a weirdo? Um I was well I right in between. Depends on the age, I would say a little bit, but I feel like, you know, as a younger kid, I'm an only child, so I feel like I was just like trying to like emulate my parents from a younger age. So I was very like mm-hmm. um I don't know. It's kind of like tomboy, like played softball, like played soccer, played a lot of sports and just tried to Mm -hmm. like, was a little bit more independent, I would say. And, um, friends with my parents. (laughs) And then as I grew up, I made, (laughs) I'm never having another kid. I have one kid. (laughs) I have one kid. And every time I talk to an only child, it's the same thing. They're like, I'm really close with my parents. I'm like, Oh good. We're not having any more kids. I I really am. <laughs> because if they if if my daughter said I've already made a plan where if she's moving anywhere for college or anything we're just following her around we're following her around <laughs> like following around the Grateful Dead yeah. I can't we're not getting separated and I'm like if I have another one then it seems to something happens where they're not as interested in you and I can't we can't jeopardize this so uh, you've re you've reinstated my need to only have one child so that they, they never get sick of me yeah I mean there is, there was a phase I would say from like fourteen to like. 16, 17, where I had to walk like 10 steps ahead of my parents at all times, but I got over it and we're best friends again, but there, there is going to be a teenage phase. I want to prepare you for where she might not be, you know, as into you, but, um, she comes back. Don't worry. My spirit animal is a teenage, an angry teenage girl. So that he's not <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm ready for it because I, I understand it more than anything. <laughs> Okay, yeah. here's another one. Coleslaw or potato salad, like at a picnic, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, potato, potato salad. Place. I don't know. No. I see, I, I kind of want to throw in mac salad into the mix because that well, that's would not be even a part of it. <laughs> <laughs> I would right. go coleslaw. If you throw mac salad in, you're still, you, you'll, you still stand in with potato salad? Yes. Rachel? Okay, yeah, I think I think that I want to say potato salad too. You don't want to know why? Coleslaw goes a lot of different ways. There's mm-hmm. too many different variations mm-hmm. for me. And sometimes it's good, and sometimes it's it just tastes like water salad. Yeah, potato salad's usually pretty good. I feel like yeah, it's, yeah, yeah even yeah, the you, worst version's pretty good. Still good. Yeah. All right, best food you can eat at a mall. Like a mall, like a like mall, mall food oh, court. Corn dog. Oh, I, love, wow. I, love I don't think I would have put dogs. it in. Oh, well, maybe because I had hot dog Yo. on a stick at the malls that I, uh, did you guys have that? 
Oh, wait, was I've been to one, it, but it was in, it was, it, I don't remember where I was that I had it. Wait, it, is that like the, that's the name of the place? Yeah. yeah. Oh no, I'm not familiar. <laughs> no, we didn't have that. Oh, uh, okay. Well, that's fine. I, oh that's man, choice. that's really good. That's really good. If I'm, yeah. oh, God, I feel like we have to include it and that's what I want to choose now. What are you going to say? I don't say? know what I was going to say before that, to be honest with you. You know what I really like? like? I had a friend who worked at Annie Ann's that really ruined it for me. Oh, really? Oh, you, I, I was going to say Annie Ann's. Yeah. Cinnabon, I meant. Cinnabon. All the hardcore kids growing up worked at the Cinnabon for some reason. <laughs> oh, it's no. like they just had the hookup there. So, like, I, all my friends worked at, uh, at Cinnabon at one point. And it's like, that's, it's really, I know this is not going to be a good opinion. Like, people won't like it. But that's, it's really gross. It looks I mean, like, it the, looks like it. snot. <laughs> I love I love a Cinnabon. I'm the, yeah, I didn't know that it was like maybe just had it too. The many smell times. of I it? it was only oh my in airports. god, it's the best smell in the world. Yeah, besides Subway, oh. Subway sandwich bread is my favorite. You know what? People oh. people dog Subway all the time, yeah. and obviously we're all we all fuck Jared. You know they really fucked up with that guy. <laughs> but like, but the but at the same time, like it's we used to eat it. We'd go to soccer practice, like a million soccer practices uh-huh. in the summer, and then we would go get a Subway sandwich and a Gatorade. Yeah. That hits. And and speaking of consistency, you you can go to a subway in you know uh, Ashtabula, Ohio, and you can go to subway in a suburb of Los Angeles. It smells exactly the same. You know what you're getting. Oh, I love subway. On subway, real fast on their uh, on their social media. One of my buddies posted today. I don't know if it's real or not, but they're doing like a Cadbury cream egg collaboration where like it, collaboration the, the photo was like white bread mm-hmm. yeah. with like the egg melted in it no and Ugh. i'm i could it's one of those things where like it's so twisted it might be real probably i'll Hybrid. check it out i don't i don't like it yeah i don't know sub but subway subway is one of those things it's it's consistent it's been been with us through the it's years we all know yeah. it oh yeah if Subway was a holiday, it might be Easter, though. So that kind of makes sense to me that they'd really ride for Easter. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Because it's like a daytime food. You don't, I don't think mm-hmm. you get Subway in, at nighttime. Yeah, you're driving home at night. If you get a night Subway. With your meatball it's sub. A, it's a bad evening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Next one. Wait, did you say you're one, Chase? Oh, I, I really liked Annie Ann's. Yeah. I agree. And, I like... And the pretzel, the hot dog, you know, it's mm-hmm. the hot dog with the pretzel that wraps yeah. around it like that. Yeah, but I don't know. Even, even not being a hundred percent sure about hot dog on a stick. Like if I had it or not, I still take a corn dog over anything. I mean, yeah, corn dogs are to fucking so die good. for the target brand, mini corn dogs, like the in-house target brand, mini corn <laughs> yeah. dogs in the frozen section. Never had them. Oh, wow. Do you just, you just, you just make, what do you, you make it from scratch? I don't, if you make one at home. Oh, I don't make corn dogs at home. <laughs> I'm yeah, getting hot dog that, on a stick. <laughs> That's a stinky ass house. The one that makes the homemade corn dogs. Yeah, yeah I'm not getting all right. Here that. we go. No frying. Mm-mm. In general, that's a, that's like a new rule I've Sorry. put into the yeah, house. Frying, like we're not frying anything. It's like I can't a do it. Activity and like I'm preparing for it. Oh god, the it food sticks. doesn't even taste good. By the time you eat it, it's like oh my god, it's just all it's in my face, it's in my <laughs> clothes, it's in my skin. Yeah, it, it's too much. Wait, did you do air it. fry? No, I don't have an air fryer. Interesting. Is that is that by choice? Are you taking a stand or because because people talk about you it? You know, too much? I actually had just put one on our wedding registry because we're doing that right now, and my fiance was like, oh. "Don't put that on there. You're never going to use it. We don't have the canner space." I'm like, I was kind of intrigued. I wanted to like. No, oh my no. god, we use it so oh, much. Really? I hate. I Definitely hate that I'm that guy. It. But like, okay, because I, I, I was we. My wife bought two of them before we kept one. <laughs> she kept bringing. It, she, first time she brought it home, and she was like, "I don't know." And I was, I was like, "So why'd you get it then?" She's like, "I don't. I'm just going to take it back." And we never even thought about <laughs> it. The second time, I'm like, "Why are we doing?" this again and then it, we sat we forgot about it eventually took it back then i was like something came up where we kind of need you know honestly it was because we had a kid and sometimes it's like you got to make chicken nuggets and stuff in, yeah. and I'm, i can't it's going to take 45 minutes to mm-hmm, warm up mm-hmm. chicken nuggets that i have to immediately put in the freezer because it's too hot for her then so it's like let's let's get one and we use it so much now yeah yeah it's really convenient yeah keep, keep it on that list it's one of those okay. things where you don't think you need it but then you get it and like, damn it's i mean of- yo like on the subject of corn dogs those mini corn dogs <laughs> took in like 11 minutes or something what? from from i mean live i'm just spitballing here uh, corn dogs <laughs> no that's good noted noted cool. when are you getting married rachel september oh nice in, in california that's a nice that's a nice month to get married yes in. Well, that'll be nice. Yes. Uh, the wedding registry is yeah. fun. I still have the Dyson vacuum. I got married a hundred years ago <laughs> and I would, the Dyson vacuum still rocking. Oh yeah. Necessary. Um, here we go. Okay. Best online food personality. Yes. This can be from anywhere around the internet. Best online food personality. Um, 
I really like the videos. His name's Nassim Labichi, and he's really fun. Oh, yeah, yeah, Lobco, yeah, yeah, yeah. At Lobco. Yep. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll check that out, yeah. Yeah, you'll like it. Okay. It's good. That one's good. What would you do? There's a lot. <laughs> hmm. I feel like I used to consume more, and then it started spreading out from YouTube to everywhere else, and it got hard to keep up with everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it is... It's, it's it's always Padma for every for every answer that could be around this. I just love her. Yeah, yeah. I love that she. I love when she judges things and it's really <laughs> severe. But for some reason, you're like, if I was gonna get judged by somebody, she's who I would choose because I know she wouldn't pull a punch, but she's but it's harsh. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And, and I think it's for a good reason. And maybe if 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 it were a good critique, you know, it's not. Yeah, bullshit. like oh yeah yeah. yeah this is a, yeah. this is this is valid. I needed this. Yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah. What about you? Oh, I don't know. I, I cycle through. I go through cycles. There's this there's this fella on YouTube in Korea that does like not necessarily like mukbang shit, but like he just like eats food, you know. And I li- I like him. Yeah. But I like Joshua Weissman too. I like okay. that fella. Mm-hmm. I think he's uh he's goofy and it's been fun to watch him. He's he's huge now. Huge. The kid's massive. It's wild. And I've there's cooked something a couple about of food. recipes. These guy these people go from zero to sixty faster than anyone. Yeah. You'll start to be like, this guy, this guy does like a cool thing. Oh, there's that one kid who's like a skateboarder. You know what I'm talking? I've showed you before and he does the cooking. No, oh, we talk. I know you shit. mentioned I'm not, not going to remember like, yeah, the yeah. name on there. He's really good. He's like, a, he's like, he, I think he was like a semi-professional skateboarder. They started doing this and his, it, the recipes are good so him. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fun. I don't know who that is. Send me. The, I'll think of it. it to me. Give me. I'll, yeah. I'll say, I'll say yeah. it to yeah. Okay. Where are we at now? Well, this is going to, I already answered this one basically, but best, best celebrity chef, celebrity. Well, you know, I'm, I have a new answer now that I'm thinking about it. Best celebrity <laughs> em, chef. Emerald Lagasse. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, no, honestly, he's guy, good, right? You like didn't guy get in any trouble. Oh yeah. 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 No, Rachel, that was, yeah, yep. Yep. I love guy. In fact, like, we're going to yeah. invite him to our wedding. Like <laughs> yes. I'm going to find a way to get in contact with his team and try to get him there. <laughs> his PR team to get to bed. Yeah. Well, how much is it? How, I bet it's imagine like how much money it would be to hire him as to officiate the wedding. Dude, that would be so sick. The thing is my girlfriend and I, we, we started dating long distance. She lived in Portland. I would fly out. And so we spent a lot of time on the weekends, you know, in like a hotel or like, you know, just mm. chilling somewhere. So we, we had guy with us on all of our trips because oh, yeah. every hotel gets food network. And so I've watched so much diners, drive-ins and dives I love it. It's I love so it so good. much. It's so good. It's like comfort TV and just like perfect. I was just going to say it was on when, um, uh, when my wife had like, we got like, she got induced when she was pregnant and then it like, it, it just took a long time. We had to wait till like the next day basically. Mm-hmm. So we were just in the hospital and that was like the only thing that like was sort of just right down the middle. Like it was like, I'm not going to watch like, I'm not going to get involved in something while I'm in the hospital. <laughs> so it was like, that was like the, we watched it for like eight hours straight. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? It doesn't miss. You I think know. you're going to get sick of it? And it's like, it's still good. And talk about a guy who he knows his brand. He knows his brand. Well, he's oh, very yeah. good at being doing his own bit. I love it. Love it. He's a guy who it, his whole vibe started out like, like he shopped at the same place that, uh, the smash mouth did. <laughs> and then, it's like it came, it, it, he, he held it out long enough where it's like it came back exactly. in fashion almost. Yeah. Owned yeah. it. Um, okay. I, and I said Emerald Lagasse, but then I got nervous. I'm like, oh, Bam. I'm always worried Bam. that like, I say like a celebrity from a long time ago that I loved Ooh. when that show was on because it, it came and I'm like, hopefully you didn't get in any trouble. But it's like, it was, he was on at like 1030 at night and I would watch it before, before like late night shows came on. Yep. Perfect segue. He was a, he was a really good host. He worked the whole yeah, room. Oh Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I don't even know. I can only imagine too. I, I think I don't like to go back to things sometimes cause I like to keep them the way they are in my head. Cause I'm like, I know if I go back, I bet that food looks so gross. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it wasn't well cooked. All right. We're going next. Um, we did that one. Best, best cooking show. Oh yeah. Best cooking show. Best cooking show. I'm trying to think. Of- I, can, I can lead yeah, off. Go. go ahead. Chopped. Yeah. Chopped, I feel like it's kind of like obvious, but I've wanted to host a chopped party for years. Yeah. Give everybody the same ingredients. Oh, okay. you know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. And then, yeah, yeah. Oh, that would be so fun. So fun. I think, yeah. And I just like Top Chef. It's again, it's, I don't feel like it's a boring answer, but I just think it's what I like. 
Yeah. I like the old episodes where they would like cut to them like smoking cigarettes outside and stuff. And then they'd, <laughs> they'd all be, they, there was a lot more footage of them in the apartment, like arguing. Yeah. So yes. it was like, it was like real world meats sh- cooking. Yeah. 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 There was so some I like that a lot. Yeah. I mean, does it, does hot ones count? Oh yeah. Yeah. That's a great answer. Yeah. 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 You want to know who I really loved on Hot Ones that kind of caught me by surprise, but it was actually one of those things where like you peel back the layer of like their their TV personality and is Stone Cold Steve Austin. His his episode on Hot Ones made me a fan of him and I don't care about wrestling no, even I've the never slightest. Seen that one. He's yeah. like he you you know who he is though, right? Yes, like yes. very he's Austin he's actually very sweet and like He's just like very warm. He's a very warm person. Listen, there's also a video of him and Undertaker, which is another wrestler mm-hmm. from that time, I talking about food. They're, and they're talking. No, they're talking about wine pairings, <laughs> and it is so funny and genuine. I sent it to Chase because it's like when I, I told you when we talk about food, we don't we don't like know enough. No, you know right. what I mean? But we just like it. And, uh, and it, it's that to a T it's like two guys who are like, they love this, but they have no idea what the hell they're talking about. Yeah. It's really good. I'll send it to you. I need to see that. All right. What about this one? Best bottled water. Best. Bottled and look, I know water. bottled water is not good and all this, yeah, but we yeah, all yeah. agree that there's ones that are better than other ones. Yeah. I mean, if I'm at the airport, I'm getting smart water. Huh. Oh. You're right, actually, because that is like it's it, always there. Super accessible. Always there. It's always there. I mean, yeah, I feel like I went through like a big Essentia phase, actually. Is that what Essentia is kind of cool? I, I like Essentia. Yeah. That's going to be, I think, number three. Like it goes. You ever had purely Sedona? No. <laughs> just go to the Whole Foods and you just go. I just look at prices. Don't look at anything else and go to the most expensive, expensive one. one. It's just that. <laughs> Yeah. Part of it's because it's expensive. Part of it's because it comes in a fancy bottle. Yeah. But, it, I, but the thing is I put a couple people who definitely know food better than me on to like the carbonated one. And they're like, it, it is kind of the best. Okay, I'll try yeah. it. Yeah. It's good. Then it goes Evian for me Yeah, because I like, I like, it's a nice, it's open. The opening is very nice at the top. Mm-hmm. Then it goes this is hard, but it goes either Fiji or Essentia. Those are kind of in a tie for me, but probably Essentia is higher because it looks cooler. Fiji, I don't like when people tell me it's fancy. It's like that looks like a fancy person's house from the like 80s or 90s. Oh, that's why I love it. My answer is Fiji far and away. Wow. Yeah. Oh, I, I thought that was I thought that was so cool when you'd look there and be like, so they got the <laughs> graphic on the inside of the sticker, so it looks like you're, you're like, in Fiji. So it looks like you're in Fiji. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Um, That's good. Uh, wait, on that note, Rachel, are you a uh, are you a carbonated water drinker? A LaCroix polar situation, you know? occasionally and I'm team spindrift. Spindrift. Oh, that's a great answer because yeah. yeah. it is kind of better. It's a good, it's a good, it's a good flavor. Good flavor. It tastes real. It's I don't also, like real LaCroix. I feel it tastes like, I don't know, not real to me. Well, no, you know, you're right. The difference between LaCroix and Spindrift is Spindrift really actually tastes like the, the juice. juice that yeah. they're mixing it with. You know, yeah, they they're do. The ones, they really do a good job. It tastes like chemicals, but at the same time, I've been addicted to it. Multiple times. I was gonna say. I'm convinced that it's going to be like a thing where it's like cigarettes where they thought it was all, every, they were good for you. And then at some point, Later down the road, they're gonna be like, "It was really bad what that we were, were we doing? only drinking Lacroix for a while." I've gone, I've gone weeks without drinking real water no, and I've heard just that's drinking really bad. That's I've actually heard that that it's like it's yeah. dehydrating and it's not hydrating. It, it feels like it, yeah, and it's bad for your like enamel because all of the carbonation or like Topo Chico, I know in particular, is bad for your teeth acidity or something. And they all and they say like there's micro aluminums or oh, micro gosh. metals. It, it, so it I sucks. Can't think about I, this many things. I'm, no. try, I'm trying to trying to kick that habit, but. It's hardly a vice, so I'm just gonna kind of let it ride for a little. Yeah, longer. I feel like which flavor? I, I I drink the lemon and I drink it on yeah. when, during yeah. the week. I try not to drink alcohol, and so when I'm cooking, I like to have like a special drink that I drink yes. out of a special mm-hmm. glass, which maybe is bad. But um, the lemon spin drift is my my choice. Yeah, beautiful. You put ice in the glass. Yeah. Did you now when you say you have a special glass, are you you mean you have the like the glass? You have one that you're like, this is for my my dinner treat. You know what I'm saying? Or or you have multiples? <laughs> I, it's like a choosing a cocktail glass. I do the same thing, but it's for, oh, my, cool, cool, for cool. my seltzer. So there's a few in rotation, but like I'll sometimes drink it out of like a cocktail glass. Oh, I, I, I'm all for yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
it just feels different. I I'll do this with just water and ice and then I'll put it into like a fancy glass, Mm -hmm. like a champagne flute. And then my wife was like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I don't know. I'm bored. And this makes it feel, this makes regular water feel more fun. Yeah. 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 Have you had, uh, Rachel, I know, I know you're not a big LaCroix fan, but I recently just got hip. Target carries like, you know, polar <laughs> really, brand. It's like you just went to Target this yeah, week for was the first time. One We've big been, ad for Target, actually. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's the, that's yeah. the thing. Just wait. You, you, three, yeah, two, not three episodes from now. Podcasts. Maybe we get them in the loop here. I'll be reading. I'll be reading. It's like a $5 reading dollar gift card a week that we get. <laughs> yeah. Get enough. Great. I don't care. They, they have, they have polar polar has been, they they did like a, like the packaging looks more retro. It's like they Mm. pulled back and there's like a bunch of like, you know, raspberry pink lemonade, strawberry lemonade. And the raspberry pink lemonade is far, far and away the best seltzer I've ever tasted. Wow. Is it sweet? It's, it's in. Okay. So like to put it, into like, uh, I know you're not a big LaCroix drinker. <laughs> it's on the stronger end of the spectrum. Whereas something like, uh, you know, uh, like, like, uh, guava from LaCroix is kind of like subdued, you know, this is more of like a, like a sweet drink. kind of. Hmm. So Interesting. Not, yeah, but that's what I'm on right now. Polar. <laughs> Good stuff. What's our, Oh, we got, oh, this is, this is one that we talk, we debate a lot for some reason and it's dumb, but what's your favorite fruit? Oh yeah. What is my favorite fruit? Um, like, like out in California, you guys are very fortunate with the weather. I'm, I'm really into like exotic fruits. I go to like the market and get like import shit, you know, and California, you guys get all, you can grow everything out there. So is there anything that has kind of like piqued your interest that maybe you can't get other places or are you just kind of like an apple gal? <laughs> an apple gal. I mean, I eat a lot of fruit, but I feel like when it's ripe in season, I feel like a persimmon um, is delicious oh, when yeah, it's all like nice. jammy and you can like yep, basically eat it with a spoon. Um, I feel like that's like, that is pretty amazing. Yeah. Persimmon's, persimmon's good. Yeah, I, I like I like and I don't need to preface it by saying, but I like green melon. Honeydew. Wow, honeydew. Honeydew. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I love it. I love it. Wow. I think it's, it's by far my favorite. Fine. If it's wow. like, no, between it's the two. Okay. But if yeah. I, I prefer the green. Wow. Yeah. Honeydew. But I, we've is, also had this argument where like, I don't understand why people don't like green peppers and I like them. I I'm like sure there's reasons. Too. Yeah, I yep, don't yep. get. I don't understand what people are. They all 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 the colors of the peppers basically tasted pretty similar for the most it's not part. That, yeah. It's not that wildly drastic. I know. If you're like, oh, I would never eat a green pepper. I'm like, you're eating a red get one. A it life. does not taste that much get different, <laughs> nerd. Yeah, yeah. But maybe this is maybe this is the social media thing thing that we do. Chase is we get on there and we start bullying food takes. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, eat a fucking green pepper, you nerd. Yeah, yeah. But it is dumb. I think it's a bad argument when people are like, it, they taste bad. I'm like, it doesn't, you can't no. like the one, if you just don't like peppers, that's fine, but you can't right. like no. one color, not the other. It's too close. No, it's like saying you don't like a, a color of Starburst or something. It's like, they're pretty they're, much they, the they same. They all taste bro. pretty much the yeah. same. Yeah. yeah. Agree. All right. Well, I think, I think, do, do you have any other ones that you didn't think of, Chase? That I think we, we made the we, huge laundry list yeah. over like just the things that we wanted to ask. Yeah. <laughs> so I think we got them all. Yeah. Which do you like reality TV? I love reality TV. What which ones do you like? Well, I'm obviously watching Vanderpump right now. What about you guys? Hell yeah, of course. I well, it's I I, I fall in and out of some of the ones that go on for a long time. So I feel like I get like behind and then I'll like spend a bunch of time catching up. Yeah. So Vanderpump, yes. I've, 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 I've watched Kardashian since it's, it same, was on same, like live on same, TV. Same. So I can't, I'm, I, again, it's another one where like sometimes I'll miss a season and then catch up. Same. Um, and if you don't, if you don't pay attention the right way, everything still shocks me. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then I really love love is blind. Me too. I've really oh hopped that. Are you, are you caught up? Oh yeah. It's so good. It's Abby so just showed good. us. They're doing a casting call in Denver and we're trying oh. to get our, our coworkers to go. Yeah. I'm trying to get anybody on there. The thing is though, it requires the producers of that show are very good. That requires a certain type of human being. They're looking for a specific I don't think we've got them in this no, office, no. unfortunately. <laughs> 
because it, it's like a, it's like a, just the right amount of delusional or <laughs> pill addicted that you need for that show yeah. to work. But I mean, like, I still think I was telling someone and I think that I have like, okay, tastes in film and TV. Although as I get older, it's like, I don't keep up anymore. So it's like, maybe yeah. it's not good anymore. And I only watch reality TV, but the, <laughs> but that last, the last like, episodes of season three with the cliffhanger and then they cut with the, with the camera and everything. I was, I paused it while I was watching it with my wife and I went, this is the best thing I've ever seen in any movie or TV (laughs) ever of all time. This is my favorite thing I've seen. And I, and I, I stand by that statement. I don't think I like any show more than I like that show. I know. And you can just like see the producers when like, you know, Micah's friends, I won't give anything away. Like when they meet them and they're like, oh, here we go. You can just like feel how probably excited the producers are to get some of these characters. They're rubbing their hands together. Yeah, yeah, exactly. oh, how do we find oh, these people? Yeah. <laughs> Whenever they do the party where they where they put them in like the well, the extraordinarily like surgery room of a of a party that they set for them, <laughs> and they stick them in there. And it's literally like if I was if I was a producer on that show, I'm like, all right, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna get a, a punch bowl and we're gonna fill it up with only alcohol and some Kool-Aid and then we're going to put another bunch bowl full of cocaine and then we're just going to let them be in here and they got to be in here for eight hours straight (laughs) and let's just see what happens and it's like you almost like some of it's like I think that the people just seem tired at a certain point in a way where it's like the decision making is out the window they're saying crazy shit and it's (laughs) it's so good I know maybe I do need to watch this yeah you need to watch it it's really even if you didn't watch any other reality TV and that was the only one you watched you'll be fine it's it's quick it's quick yeah. Yeah. Are they hour long episodes? 45 minutes? Oh, sorry. They are like an hour long, but the way they like... It feels it like... Feels like <laughs> it feels like a snap time. of a finger. I yeah. watched yeah. them all in one day and it feels like no time has gone by. Um, yeah. No, it's good. It's a good show. It, it, social media is actually the tough thing with that one now because when they come out, they like release them in threes and yeah. I'm like, if I can't watch in the day of them, like my wife and I'm like, we can't be, we can't look at anything because I can't not, I can't hear anything about this. But at the same time, there's part of it that's like, as soon as I'm done with the show, the secondary experience is seeing people react to it on Twitter. I know. Which is equally as good. I know. (laughs) All right, Rachel, we're not going to take up any more of your time. You answered all of our, all of our burning questions. Yes. Thank you for entertaining. Yeah. Thank you for the questions. It's what we do all day here anyway. So it's, it's fun to get an yeah, outside perspective. But on we it. have like, you know, we deal with mostly fashion people and they're like, Oh, none of that's interesting to me. And I'm like, all right, fine. <laughs> never mind. You don't want to talk about <laughs> we'll great. Cheeses, I guess then. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Great. yeah. You want to shut it down? <laughs> then we'll move on. We'll talk about other stuff. Yeah. So thank you very much. I appreciate your time. It was fun talking to you. Yeah. It was fun kind of like meeting you for the first time too, even though we've talked for a long time. I know. Yeah. Thank you both. Of course. All right. Well, you have a good day. If you need anything from us, you know that you know. Now you got faces to, Amazing. Yeah, we got to reach you. out to. Yeah. Thank you. Right. Thank you.